everyone's got something to prove, including us. What's said or what's written or what happened last year doesn't matter anymore. We're going to be calling out to our fans to really put the pressure on because our noise can carry some serious momentum. You play the Jets, you play their fans. Welcome to Winnipeg, Canada's hockey home. Shifley scores! Here's Buffalo, he shoots, he scores! Wheeler finds the scene. Patrick Lyonet finds the back of the net. Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets, hosted by Jets TV. This is game day. This is important. This is an elimination day. This is everything that you thought the Stanley Cup playoffs would be. A chance to be a hero. Did you dream of that on the way in? Yes. Sounded like it. But then, like Winnipeg Jet fans, I woke up and realized I'm not in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'm merely covering it. And like Winnipeg Jet fans... Do you think some people still think they're in the series right now? Then, like Winnipeg Jet fans, you wake up and realize that third period by the Blues wasn't a dream. It was reality. And some may feel that they're the only ones feeling crappy today. I can tell you right now, uh, just talking with Andrew Kopp on on Saturday, Friday. Yesterday. Yesterday. He, they're, they're, they felt that. They woke up not exactly primed at that moment. Does it make you feel better or appreciate athletes as, as human beings when they admit things like that? Where yes. They're not robots. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not just cliche machines that they they wake up and they're still like what the heck happened that mm-hmm. they have trouble getting going you can't tell me that's not how they felt when they went in the dressing room yeah it doesn't matter how many times that's happened this this season that's kicking the teeth to quote paul maurice yeah and you wake up and go oh really yeah the way that transpired it just, it just, i like when athletes uh sort of give you a, a little bit of a glimpse inside their their soul and they're they're just not these machines. It's it's great to see the confidence from Connor Hellebuck and Blake Wheeler following the loss yeah. in themselves. You want to see that, but you also want to see the raw emotion in some aspects. And I think Andrew Kopp showed that on Friday morning. I, and when, I don't think it's weakness. No, not at all. You you should they should feel that way. And it's good to know they feel that mm-hmm. way. But it's also good to know that they're ready to put it behind them and move on. And they've had plenty of opportunities from last year's playoff run. Now you've had this playoff run. Um, to have tough losses and then realize you can bounce back from that. Uh, it's Jamie Thomas and Darren Millard with you for the primer for Game 6 of the opening round series between the St. Louis Blues and the What Winnipeg time is the Jets. game tonight? It is at 6 o'clock. Darren Millard's favorite question. What time is the game tonight? You've been here for less than two weeks, and you're already annoying me. So mission accomplished. Well, because it's, I, I don't usually have to do the time change. When I live out east, yeah. everything is in Eastern time. I've become that person. Even NHL. though NHL.com has Easter time, yes. Even though I'm a Manitoban, yeah. I, I've become accustomed to everything being on my time. Mm-hmm. I never have to do the math. Yeah, I always wondered about that when I lived in the prairies for a long time, and then I moved to Toronto. It's and convenient. It, it's and now I'm doing math. Everything is in Eastern time. Yes. So the Eastern time zone revolves. And so you get the center of the universe thing, and I totally understand that. But now we are in the central time zone. It's 6 o'clock start, puck drop for uh, game number six. Jets uh, backs against the wall, quote, unquote. Um we kind of figured the series was going to be tight. The players, Jets players, Blues, Craig Berube, Paul Maurice have echoed this throughout the series, the beginning part of it. It was going to be tight. So Give it to me. Here. Here it is. Winnipeg and St. Louis are now the fourth best of seven series in Stanley Cup playoff history in which the road team has won each of the first five games. The fourth. 
<laughs> the fourth ever? Yes, the fourth ever. Wow. Yeah, 50, 1951 was Montreal and Detroit. 1995, it was New Jersey and Philadelphia, and the 2004 conference finals between Calgary and San Jose. That's rarer than I thought it would be. And as, by the as way, unusual as it is, I thought it would have happened more, more yeah. often. So we're, we're in a special state right now. And, of course, they were so close to getting rid of that road team wins everything narrative, but we shall move on because this is about Game 6 This now. is about Game 6. Focus. Look ahead. There's, here's the good thing about Game 6. For the Winnipeg Jets, when you compare it to the last time Winnipeg went into St. Louis, uh, coming off a, a disappointing performance at home, which was game two to three, there was a lot of changes. Not just tweaking, but lineup changes and line juggling uh, by Palmeries. There isn't anything like that coming for game six. Palmeries said, same lineup, go ahead, just execute more that's basically the mandate uh he's done all his his moving around Mm -hmm. and this is to stay alive and extend your season to a game seven now it's up to the players you play the same way you did in in the second and third period and execute they will be fine yeah uh, from, from game five because that the there was no big swarm by the St. Louis Blues. Winnipeg was in a good spot. So I think, I think when you look at Game 3, Game 4, and Game 5, Winnipeg predominantly was the better team. It comes down to executing and making good on your chances. Tricky thing about Game 5 is the Jets leave the first period up to nothing, and the idea is they were the better team in that period. And Andrew Kopp pointed out they gave up four breakaways in the mm-hmm. first period to St. Louis. So if you look at that way, the way Andrew Kopp sees it, um, it very well could have been 4-2 St. Louis by the end of the first period. Well, that might have played into Winnipeg's hands in that aspect, and then you don't have the narrative of having to, to hold on to the lead in the third period. It's just every single game has featured the winner of the game trailed at some point in the game that they won. And Winnipeg has been so good for the first two periods of this series. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's... It's difficult because everybody everybody wants something to grab onto and go the that's what they got to fix. Yeah. Yeah. Take this care was terrible. of that. Take care of that. It's okay. Fix the shortcomings here. It'll make all the difference. Mm-hmm. That doesn't exist right now in this series. Really for for either team. What was St. Louis's answer in game 5? To be better. Why were they why were why were they more competitive than the Winnipeg Jets? The athletes elevated their level of play. There was nothing really strategic, and they got some breaks. One thing that does feel the same, too, is St. Louis comes to Winnipeg for Game 5. They felt confident in their abilities. That's just exactly the same story now for the Jets going to St. Louis because they've played two of their best games of the series. They were their best games. And I think you can make a case going into Game 6 as opposed to Game 3. Winnipeg feels better about its goaltending. Yeah, and that's a better place to be. That's a much better place to be. Way better place to be. So a a lot more reason to be confident about the the Jets' opportunities to go into St. Louis. Now, will you get the first period from Game 3 or the first period from Game Mm -hmm. 4 where where Winnipeg controlled the play and and St. Louis uh, hammered back in in Game 4? That'll be interesting to see how how the Blues necessarily respond because Winnipeg had its its best start to the series – in game three. Didn't get the payoff from it, mm-hmm. but had its best stretch of the series and able to uh, influence the game more of its style in game three. Special teams going into St. Louis were in Winnipeg's favor. Mm-hmm. 
now that's changed. So that's that's another thing that's changed headed when the series is going back or going to St. Louis. Is okay, what, you were here last year. Yes. I just want to cut you off there and ask you a question. It would be arguable, but what was Winnipeg's best game of the, the run of the Western Conference final in 2018? Not even close game seven in Nashville. That's a lot of what the players are going to hold on to. And I, I don't know for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was maybe some video of, mm-hmm. of that or reminders from the coaching staff uh, flashing back to, to that, letting an opportunity to get away in game six at home against Nashville and then going into the Predators building and, and winning a Bridgestone. That is going to be a very popular narrative for the Winnipeg Jets entering game six against St. Louis. whole thing, too, is as upset as you are as a Jets fan and listening to this podcast about what happened in game five, this series was told by everyone, as I mentioned, is going to be close. Winnipeg is outscored better, though, when you have opportunities to put it away. So true, yes. And it's still, again, hard to hear and hard to watch. Winnipeg has outscored St. Louis 14 13. They've outshot the Blues 153 148 in the first five games. 153 148. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. 4 1 goal total difference. Yeah. And 4 1 goal games. It's insane. It's just. One little edge here and there, and that's what Palmer's pointed out yesterday. We should also, before we go uh, into the uh, the clips from the players and head coach Paul Maurice, uh, Nikolai Ehlers blocked a shot late in the third period, was hobbled. Uh, it must have got him in a good spot because he was uh, visibly in distress moving around there. He did not finish uh, game five. Paul Maurice said he's okay. But he will not skate. Yeah, don't be surprised if uh, don't panic yeah. about the morning skate. As soon as you absence. see the tweets come out or social media that Nikolai Ehlers is not taking part of the morning skate, Paul Maurice mentioned there's probably he probably won't skate, and uh, he should and, be fine. And Patrick for game Line six. probably won't either because yeah. he, well, yes, he, he didn't skate in the in the two games in St. Louis. The biggest thing uh, you start covering a team daily is your you learn to temper your tweets. So like, oh, someone's not out there. There's yeah. going to be an issue. Now you got to realize there's usually a reason for it. It's not necessarily but there's always, always There's always panic. that one person mm-hmm. in, in every media group yep. that starts tweeting, and then you get uh, questions coming to you from mm-hmm. your bosses or, or your outlet. Tweet that? What, what's going on? Yeah. It's nothing. Well, so-and-so is tweeting about it. Yes. So then you start tweeting about it, and then the storm just oh, yeah. so builds, starts going and builds and builds. It's like a dark – there's always the dark cloud person in the media mm-hmm. that is uh, tweeting out negative stuff that people always – Who's they the look. dark cloud between you and I? Oh, it's definitely me. You're the happiest person I know. <laughs> I think happiest – your nickname should be Disney. <laughs> I wear the rose-colored sunglasses all the time. Is that what you're saying? You just, like, Do I drink for, the Kool-Aid too every, much? No, 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 no. Not about, not about hockey. You're just happy in general. Yeah, that's true. I just don't. The game is don't sweat the small the game stuff. Game is fun, but then you can just you can just ask my wife and three kids about the other part. They're probably like, "Who's that guy?" And then you go into a scrum with your team down three two, yeah, facing elimination like you did yesterday with Paul Maurice, Andrew Kopp, and Jacob Truba. Just was the series. The series presented itself. It's exactly what they said it was going to be. So I'm not. Uh, I just. I don't see it as the end all be all. Whenever there's a, a bad result, I just see. I look big picture a lot. Well, here's the big picture from Paul Maurice and company. Shop where the players shop. Jetsgear and TrueNorthShop.com are your authentic team stores. Make sure to stock up on all your favorite Winnipeg Jets and Manitoba Moose merchandise today. Visit one of the five Jetsgear locations or shop online at TrueNorthShop.com. This is Josh Morrissey. You're listening to Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets.
Yeah, a little bit. I think it's, you know, you got to win games in St. Louis. So, um, you know, that's kind of our focus right now. And uh, I guess we can draw a little confidence on being, being able to do it before. So, you know, we know, we know the recipe. We know, you know, the way we have to play and, um, you know, how they're going to try and control our speed. And so, um, you know, it's not really rocket science. We just, um, like I said, we know the recipe and uh, it'll be up to us to, to play, you know, as close to it. Uh, to a tee uh, as, as possible. I mean, it was a big game. We, we obviously didn't want to go down uh, down three. I wouldn't say obviously not an elimination game, but uh, yeah, we were we were kind of looking at it in a similar sense that uh, we need to play our best game of the year, and now uh, we need to do the same thing going back to this time. Um, it's the biggest game of the year, so we got to, we got to show up. And we know we can do it. We know we can play in there, and uh, we want to get this thing back to seven games. We had up chances for and against. It's almost dead even the shots. Um, so and and then, but the, what you're not seeing is a lot of C chances, right? Not a lot of you know. You don't count the knucklers to the net, but there's not even with that. There's not a lot. So you're getting their guy in a breakaway, Hayes in on a breakaway. Not ten of them, but so high end chances, low volume. So you're left with that one play, right? You're left with, and, and the road and the home games have, have in so many ways looked the same. Your puck goes on the inside of the post and theirs doesn't. You win two in there. Um, so it's just so tight, so even, that you're, it is just a little edge in each game puts you over the top. And we, we go from, the, from Hayes' goal to the 6.50-minute mark of the third period, give up four even strength chances. Now, those are good chances. And we got ours in there too, uh, but that's a low volume. You, you, you took a look at that number, you'd be real happy. I mean, when they they scored on their twenty-third uh, or twenty-four shot, we give up two shots over the next eleven minutes. So it's tight. It's tight, which is a good thing. I think when you're going on the road, you, you're more comfortable in those tight games when you're the when you're the road team. You're down the dumps. Your team's down three-two. Wow! But we're going to lighten things up a little bit. Wow! Fifty. Jets reward points. And you don't have to do anything. Just pull out your laptop, your phone, go to jetsrewards.ca and type in the word forecheck. And the Jets will need a heavy forecheck in game six of this series, which uh, is going tonight. Um, before we move on to some final thoughts for game six, we should, uh, I think it's story time. After the game on Thursday, as you know, it's nobody's working on Good Friday. I don't think that's what it sure seemed like. It was festive outside, a little bit on down. Great Thursday. Yeah. Great Thursday. Not a lot of cabs in the uh, downtown core for me to take home, so I uh, acquired you went your services. Look, you went you... left, you went right, then you said, there's no no cabs in the area. And you and came I, in. I kid you not, he looked at me and I said, do you want a ride? <laughs> and then he got distracted. Then he looked at me back and went, can I get a ride? <laughs> to make a long story short, so we might have been ride. the only people not partying at that point. At that mm-hmm. time of night, we're the only people out not out and about because we were being festive and enjoying drinks. So Darren's driving home, and all of a sudden, lights come on behind us. And I'm looking at him and go, what did you do? And I'm looking, I'm texting, so you're not texting, so you're not being pulled over for that. No, we were having fun. We were having a good conversation. I was laughing, so I didn't realize laughing was illegal in Winnipeg. Uh, and then we got well, pulled maybe over. maybe on Thursday night it might maybe have been. Maybe after a loss, yes, yeah. to the St. Louis Blues. You get pulled over. Darren didn't have his lights on. Yeah. I thought all vehicles, the lights went on the automatically. The auto lights. That's what I felt, yeah. too. And then you use the oldest trick in the book. It's a rental car. I don't know I where the thing. I have no thing, idea. I don't know where this button is. The, the, uh, officer, but it was true. Yeah. It yeah. is. The, the officer was great. He was awesome. He laughed and joked with us. 
And I, he I have probably a funny thought he had somebody dead. He's like, this guy is hammered. He doesn't have his lights on. Okay, here's a footnote to the story. <laughs> After I dropped you off and was driving back to my uh, my estate, mm-hmm. he had somebody else pulled over. No. Yeah. Yeah. Probably for not having yeah. his lights on. And then you made yourself look guilty. I was going your... to flash at him. Yeah. Like, like, like flash the brights at him saying, uh, I got, I've got my on. I'm good. I'm good. The lights are on. Yeah. You, you, all, you all made yourself more guilty. By taking some Tic Tacs. Oh yeah, pop yeah. Tic Tac. Yeah, and then I thought he's gonna he's gonna make me get out and uh, and blow the breathalyzer, which he I wouldn't have been surprised. I wouldn't have blamed him. No, but no, we were we were totally sober. I'm to- I would totally two guys that don't drink. That's going to get social media. Over. <laughs> You've got the wrong people. Yeah, you got the wrong. Yes, he's an idiot for not turning on his lights, but it's not because of what you yes, thought you it was for. You can charge me for being dumb, yeah, and a poor driver, but <laughs> but not for anything to do with uh, drinking. Uh, game six tonight. Uh, also, a reminder: we will have the Jets TV Live post game show presented by Budweiser immediately following the results. Will of you game six. or won't you sit in what you perceive as your new lucky spot to watch the game? I'm sitting in the lucky spot. I'm still mad that you didn't let. It. You're like, no, we gotta watch. You gotta watch the festivities. I'm like, I've seen. It I wanted all. to watch from the uh, in the bowl, and Jamie wanted to watch game uh, five uh, from from our lucky spot in the TV, and I and I wouldn't let him. I made him watch from the bowl, and what, what happened, happened was happened. Yeah, yeah, and he he was mad. He's like, next game, I'm watching from my chair. It's really sad when you think about it, but you know, if you we would appreciate, it. you can tweet it either Darren or I. Your lucky spots. At Jamie Thomas well, TV. To watch hockey. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to hear about your other lucky spots. No, so that's, no, that's no, not no, good. No, no. It's a family Twitter page. I, True North would not be happy with me no. on that one. At Darren Millard as well. Just tell us your uh, favorite, uh, your superstitions. Oh, that's a good one. Right? Yeah. Your superstitions ahead of game your six. Your game day routine. Yeah. What do you do to where you think you have an outcome or you help out the outcome of and a game? And you do not. You do not, but it's okay that sure. you, you, you believe it. You can have the same illusions as I do that I think that watching in one of the True North um, lunchrooms is going to make a difference for Game Six. That's just what I believe. We have the Joey share and, with us the Joey and Chandler uh, chairs <laughs> yes. that we settle into yeah, at Jamie Thomas, and it's a much more comfortable spot to watch from the catwalk than I think. And then we get the seven twenty second delay, so we'll hear the crowd. Oh yeah, there's a viewing party, right? Yes, so we'll hear the crowd celebrate beforehand. Let's do it. All right. So, yeah, get that into us, and uh, we'll uh, share that. We'll be back with another podcast tomorrow. Thanks for listening. This has been Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets, hosted by Jets TV. For Jets news, videos, and more, head to winnipegjets.com.